0: Hey there, everyone. This is Frank the Tank Keller here. I am a voice actor and Twitch streamer. And I am Ryan, a.k.a. Craig Christ 7 You might find me on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and everything in between. And this is Bestest Buddies Talk, a podcast where we talk about anime to video games. And everything in between. (laughs) Boom. There we go. I like it. I like it. Nice and clean. So yeah, today we're going to be talking about Dragon Ball Episode 4 oolong the terrible we're not talking about the tea we're talking about oolong because i'm funny (laughs) i I missed that joke one okay (laughs) i'm sad now so how are you ryan
1: i'm doing well i'm doing well uh uh breaking breaking the fourth wall here a little bit we record these on sundays so i just finished watching some football
0: eating dinner
1: uh, doing well nice nice
0: uh let's see i i picked up a pokemon legends arceus Of so i've uh, got it on uh because it just came out on friday i got it yesterday i didn't get a I... chance to play it yesterday so i had to start my game this morning how's it actually, going i'm actually i'm really enjoying it i'm like uh i've got like at least like four level 20s i'm just chilling i'm just grinding i've uh beat that level 40 Rapidash that was just in the first zone there i haven't i haven't even
1: tried it yet uh Legitimately, this is my favorite uh, Pokemon side game since Conquest. Um, yeah. it's, I love the fact that it's it's different. Um, it's almo- almost every Pokemon game, the gist of it is battling, right? Like the, yeah. the goal is battling. This game, that's not the case. You don't battle much. It's a lot more catching and doing all the other things in Pokemon that we hear about, but we never actually do
0: right like it's a lot more about building up the pokedex and i kind of like that and i really enjoy how you like it's just like you get isekai'd into the pokemon world that's how the game starts yeah you do get born by arceus (laughs) you're not wrong you you literally take like
1: full like in the fetus pose going into arceus before (laughs) you get shot
0: out into the world you literally get born i'm pretty sure he's the truck that hits you He's probably the truck in Pokemon Blue. Oh, man. He's He's the truck. He's the truck. He's (laughs) the truck in Pokemon Blue, right behind, you know, where the SSN is. Oh, the one that Mew's hiding under. Yeah, he's definitely, definitely Mew's hiding under. That's the one. (laughs) So you are originally from Kanto, and then you get hit by Arceus' truck, and then you get sent to not Sinnoh. There's air quotes there.
1: (laughs) Sisui.
0: Sisui. I think the plot twist here is is, is this isn't actually
1: going to be the distant past. It's going to be the distant future. You know, the episode of Rick and Morty where, oh, Christianity again. We went the (laughs) whole way around.
0: That's what's going to happen here. I like it. I like it. That'd be good. That'd be good. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, it's been about a week since uh, since we talked to everybody and do anything fun and exciting. I mean,
1: we drove trucks
0: that we did. So yeah, uh, yesterday, uh, Saturday, we did our Bestest Buddies gaming stream where we did... uh, Every Saturday. Every Saturday. uh, Let Ryan here talk me into playing American Truck Simulator.
1: I didn't have to do much. I'm not going to lie, guys. I was like, hey, listen, we need something to do this week. Let's drive trucks. (laughs) And And then four
0: hours later. I'm in.
1: And then four hours later, we're like, this is a series now, guys. We're just driving trucks. That's the goal. Our goal is hit the open road, man. Live our lives, man. God, Government was... can't hold
0: us back, man. We're going to truck. me and my truck. It was probably one of the bestest, bestest buddies game stream we've had in a long time, just with the sheer amount of fun that it was.
1: Oh, it was ridiculous. We, oh. we,
0: it was, so the, it's weird because it's
1: probably the game that we've played that had the least going on in it because yeah. you're just driving trucks if you guys haven't played american truck simulator spoiler alert you just drive a truck <laughs> <laughs> take jobs and you deliver the load to the place that's all you do <laughs> and for some reason for four hours this was like the greatest game we've ever played we're just there shooting the shit driving trucks around getting lost running red lights
0: uh <laughs> let's see We did, yeah, we played about four hours. So we did about four jobs. Each job roughly took about an hour, give or take. The first one I ended up doing by myself. We each did our own trucking thing because we couldn't figure out how to get the convoy system to work. Took us a little bit to figure everything out. I think next time it'll take us less time between trips. Like, I think we'll be
1: able to do more trips kind of thing. Yeah. Because I feel like (laughs) this time, the first
0: quarter to third of the stream was literally us trying to figure out how to get everything set, set up. Yeah, the first 20 minutes was me driving around in circles without my trailer <laughs> attached to the truck because I couldn't figure out where that was, and I just kept following the GPS. So that was that was fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, other than that, I haven't done anything really exciting this week. That was pretty much the highlight. Uh, yeah, and Pokemon, that's, that's pretty much all I got. Yeah, same here.
1: Uh, I was super stoked for Legends. I'm happy it's lived up to my expectations of it. Uh, when I first saw the trailers and everything, I thought, oh, this is going to be Pokemon Monster Hunter. And that's kind of what it is. But that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. It's, a, it's an interesting take on Pokemon, um, for sure. Uh, I like It's yeah, refreshing. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it doesn't feel like every other Pokemon game you've played, which I didn't hate Sword and Shield as much as some people did. Uh, but it felt like every other Pokemon game you've ever played. You could miss out on Sword and Shield, not feel like you were missing anything.
0: I mean, I'm not missing anything. I didn't play Sword and Shield.
1: That's my point, right? It's like, if you like Pokemon games, it was fine. It wasn't the best one of all time. And I mean, the music in Sword and Shield was the best part of Sword and Shield. And I mean, I'm not trying to say that as like a negative. The music in Sword and Shield was very good. But my point being like, it didn't reinvent the wheel. Dynamax is kind of a not
0: great mechanic. Uh, it's just a different mechanic of Mega Evolutions, but everybody loves Mega Evolutions, and they took it away because everybody had, mega, had a evolution mega Evolution was
1: cool, man. Like, just add more Mega Evolutions, but you know, so they they did Sword and Shield, and and then they did Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which again is is fine. It's a good remake game, but it's a remake, right? Nothing new is happening there. Legends Arceus feels like a whole new universe of Pokemon game. As I mentioned Conquest, and I know Conquest is a, very, is a very interesting topic in the Pokemon community. There's a there's a 50-50 chance about whether or not you actually like Pokemon Conquest. Uh, it, for people who maybe haven't played it, like I'm pretty sure the person on the other side of this camera. Um, <laughs> so Conquest is kind of like what you would get if you combine Pokemon and decidia I think, would be the best RPG to combine it with. Maybe like fire uh Final Fantasy Tactics would be another good example where where you know you have Pokemon on a battlefield, you move them and attack as if it's an art as if it's like a a battlefield RPG. Okay. I mean that could be fun to see that. Uh it's really fun. It is a lot of fun. There are people out there who didn't like it, and that's fair, but I love it because I like when Pokemon tries new things. Some of the best Pokemon games are when they just went outside. Like freaking Pokemon Snap, right? Like think about how popular Pokemon Snap is. It's literally just taking pictures of Pokemon. But the nice thing about Snap and Legends Arceus uh, especially are they're still... In the Pokemon world, it's like getting to see, like, here's some other jobs that you could have in the Pokemon world if you didn't want to be a trainer.
0: If you didn't want to be a 10-year-old Pokemon trainer.
1: Like, in Snap, it's like, hey, there are Pokemon photographers out there, right? Like, their job is to document Pokemon in nature. Uh, In Legends Arceus, it's more of, like, what it would be like to be the professor's aide, right? Your job job in Legends Arceus is 100% to complete the Pokedex. That is your role in the game. You're not there to be the greatest trainer. You're not there to level up everybody level 100, beat the champ, do all that stuff. You're there to complete the Pokedex. Involves you catching a bunch of different uh, Pokemon of the same species, right? Seeing how Pokemon interact when you use different moves on them, right? There's a lot of cool ideas in there that makes the Pokedex also feel more fleshed out. That's the other cool thing I like about it. The Pokedex feels a lot better in this game than just like you open the pokedex for a pokemon you and it tells you a little description about it no you have to actually research these pokemon you got to catch a bunch of them to see if there's different variations you've got to beat a bunch of them to see how they react you got to beat them with certain moves you got to watch them evolve there there are certain pokemon that have side quests to them that you got to figure out why these pokemon are reacting certain ways in the side quests right mm-hmm. like it really feels like this is what it would be like to be the aid of a professor or even to be a pokemon professor right, in the world of Pokemon. This is the kind of side game Pokemon needs to do, right? Give us an idea of what other jobs in the world of Pokemon could be like, right? Especially if you can Mm -hmm. find a way to do it in a fun way. Snap is, Snap's so much fun. You you just go around and take pictures. It sounds ridiculous, but it's so much fun. Legends Arceus, this is the closest I think we're ever going to get to, you are a Pokemon professor in the game.
0: Who knows? By the end of it, we might be.
1: We might be. Yeah, I mean, neither one of us have beaten this game yet. It's been out for three days. Yeah, and I don't think Frank is racing through it. I'm definitely not racing through it. No,
0: I'm. I've. I've. My my entire first day was grinding, and I managed to beat a level forty Pokemon at like level twenty, like a team of yeah. level twenties. So that was my entire entire day. Yeah, so honestly, far.
1: my my first stream of it was literally just I just want to catch everything. This is like it feels so cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we don't know where it's gonna end up, but like this game feels like this is what it would be like to be a Pokemon professor. You are mm-hmm. studying Pokemon through and through. You you don't feel like as much of a Pokemon trainer, and it's really cool. I I th- I hope Pokemon continues to look at the Pokemon universe and go, what other kind of cool jobs can we do to
0: highlight in the Pokemon world?
1: But that's my Pokemon Legends R C. Right
0: yeah, it's it's good. It's refreshing. I love it. Uh, yeah. I got nothing else to add to it because, I mean, he pretty much just said everything. So, oh, Parsnip just flopped. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So a little FYI, I have two rabbits. One's named Vegeta, Prince of Saiyans. And then the other one is named Parsnip to keep in line with the vegetable theme to keep in line with the Dragon Ball theme. So hence, I mean, if you couldn't tell, I'm a big Dragon Ball Z nerd. Shocking. I know, right? (laughs) And then speaking of Dragon Ball Z... Episode four, <laughs>
1: Oolong the Terrible. That was a very beefy segue. Hey, man. You, it you
0: tried. I got there. But boy, <laughs> that was not smooth. I'll work on it. <laughs> We're on episode four out of like a thousand of these things. I got time. True. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is a uh, episode four. We get introduced to one of the original three char- trilogy characters in the pilaf arc in this episode shocking it's going to be oolong uh but i can already guarantee you after watching this once that this is this is ryan's favorite episode s- uh, so far and okay. i'm gonna i'm gonna take a i'm gonna take a wild guess as to why it's his favorite episode and then he'll tell me if i'm right or if there's another reason why so it's his favorite episode simply for the reason that there isn't any pilaf in the episode. There is zero mention of it. There is zero cameos. There is nothing even mentioning it. It is a beautiful episode without pilaf. That is very high up on my list of reasons why this episode is good. <laughs>
1: not, not even, not my, not shoe, nothing. Pilaf doesn't exist
0: in this episode and it's, it is lovely. It's phenomenal. It's just, it's a very nice break from the terribleness that is Emperor Pilaf coming back into.
1: I, I feel like (laughs) I need to, I mentioned in episode one, I felt like Pilaf as a character in the zany world of Dragon Ball could work. No, I was wrong. (laughs) I admit it. I will openly, this is the first time of many probably on this podcast. I will admit I was very wrong. (laughs) four episodes in and there was one episode without peel off, and it was by far the best episode. I, I, there, there's more reasons why this was a good episode, but that is also not a coincidence. <laughs> yeah,
0: It's, it's a really good one. Uh, I enjoy the, uh, the shenanigans and the hijinks that happened in this episode. Uh, but yeah, we're going to, we'll go through it and we'll just talk about it as we always do. So yeah, we start off the episode. Well, picking up where we left off. Goku's riding the Nimbus. Bulma's trying to chase him down in her motorcycle. <laughs> my uh it, it's a nice little opening goku flies across the top of the screen bulma hits a jump and then just the bike very slowly floats from the, end of the
1: screen that thing the other.
0: flew man <laughs> yeah.
1: fuck your nimbus i have the flying motorcycle what the hell <laughs> it goes
0: like half a mile through the air right and then as soon as she lands she yells like she chastises goku yet again for you know just being Goku is like, be careful. You're not invincible. As she like takes the bike off a second jump and then goes for another
1: half a mile. I will say that is sincerely uh, the best part of Balma so far. She, <laughs> she shows legitimate care for Goku. Yeah. Now, again, I will argue <laughs> there's a bit of selfishness to that because if Goku gets hurt, she is fucked. Yeah. But, but, she shows legitimate care for somebody other than herself. Let's give Bulma credit. That's like the best thing she's done all
0: show so far. <laughs> and then she eats shit. She does <laughs> eat shit. She does eat shit. But yeah, like, yeah, as you're saying, like, yeah, if something happens to Goku, she's, she's kind of. She's screwed. She knows yeah. it. I mean, she knows it. as she mentions later on in this episode, she's the brains of the outfit, not and the brawn.
1: And to be honest, she is. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's said in a way that we're supposed to think like she's being narcissistic, but she's right right like Bulma this isn't even without the power of hindsight which we we know with the power of hindsight Bulma is a like super genius yeah at this point to the show we have seen how intelligent Bulma is in, in multiple different ways more than just like the big obvious things like she's got, her vocabulary is very large in the show intentionally so I would believe Mm-hmm. i i have trouble believing that goku speaks very simply and balma speaks with a lot more intelligence and i have trouble believing that's an accident right uh but even more than that right she's shown that she recognizes that what how her survival hinges in this world mm-hmm. right and she's very adept at making sure that she puts herself in the right situations that's the sign of a high level of intelligence. Yeah, and she, it- she does say like I'm the
0: brains of this operation. Like it's supposed to be like a high and mighty statement. We're supposed to hate her for it, but she's right. Yeah, and like uh, she she actually brings it up in the in the very first episode when she meets Goku. Maybe with this kid acting as my bodyguard, I can get all the rest of them. Yeah, something along those lines. Very paraphrased, but that's general. That's the general feel of what she was saying. She's like, oh, ho, with this kid, I can collect all the balls, and it'll be my guard dra- bodyguard.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she, she does recognize her her place in this world and how she can best manipulate it moving forward it's not necessarily the nicest trait to have but listen it's it it is a positive character trait it shows bulma something like we bulma we are led to believe to this point would be the second largest threat to goku because she can actually think yeah right she can think her way through a goku situation nobody else yet has
0: been able to that'd be that'd be a fun little altercation yeah be every one-sided. <laughs> I feel like Bulma could trick her way past Goku. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like, like Goku, Goku. If he would like land one punch on Bulma, would obliterate her. But I don't think he ever would. No, I think Bulma would be
0: able to outsmart Goku through that situation. Yeah, uh, and yeah, so yeah, <laughs> and then so he obviously he comes to check on so her. He's like, "Are you okay?" She panics. Do I look like I'm okay? Clearly, she looks like she's okay. She does. She looks absolutely fine. There are no bones broken. There's no blood and gore. Uh, Not even a scratch. She is fine. She's not crying. She's not. She's moving. Yeah. She's fine. Yeah, she absolutely (laughs) looks okay. And then they get up and, you know, drive on the bike. The bike was in, like, smoke. The bike was smoking, and now it's fine. She has like eighteen of them, doesn't she? Didn't we see her
1: like open the thing once and go like, "Oh, I'll just use this one instead." Yeah. <laughs> like she's got like
0: so many of them. This one's smoking. Switch it out. Yeah, pro- it's probably a new bike. Screw it. Uh, yes, yeah, so and then they arrive into the uh, empty village. Uh, it's it's Aru Village, I believe it. That's the that's the name of the village. Yeah, uh, Aru is what it says over the sign. Yeah, and then uh, this is a this is a fun little thing that uh, both of us noticed actually is well that uh balma says that it's a ghost town and there's no one here but goku again in the same way that we mentioned it in the very first episode he senses the people's power levels in the houses
1: yeah it, they're doing a great job of subtly showing a lot of goku's abilities right like they don't necessarily like we don't necessarily need them to say like goku can sense power levels Right? It's something that we're going to learn about later and recognize that Goku can do it. But at the moment, they do it very subtly, right? Like, Goku goes, no, I know people are here. I can feel it. Yeah. Because he can literally feel it. He can literally look in the houses and go, uh, "Like, and go, okay, there's
0: two power levels in there and three in there and yada, yada, yada. And it's not so much that he can, like, sense specific, like, numbers and levels. He can sense, like, the size of it. Like, whether it's yeah. just, like, a normal person or a big big red scary demon or (laughs) well
1: so i i don't think that's quite like what he can sense. like the reason why he he feels rather safe is because he can sense like none of the power levels around me are an imminent threat yeah right like he knows the people are there like he senses people and he's also he's very calm about it because like you notice that goku right away doesn't go on guard when he's like no I sense people, right? Like most people would do in a ghost town, right? If you if you go into a town and there's nothing happening and there's people there, you would immediately be on guard. Goku yeah. doesn't do that because he can sense their power
0: levels and he knows he's stronger than everybody here by a mile. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, speaking of Bulma being the brains of the outfit, we get Goku because he sees some he sees like some lights or something flicker off in one of these houses. Bangs on the door. Hey, hey, hey! I know you're in there. Open up. And then his fist gleams, and then he punches the door. The differences between Goku and Bulma,
1: because Goku, his first thought is to punch this door. Goku breaks down the door. And what's Bulma's response? Just, cl- just calm as can be, by the way. Just punch through a door. He, Bulma's used to this by now and goes, next time you could use the handle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the differences between Goku and Bulma, ladies and gentlemen yeah <laughs> and then uh a uh, fun little thing that we were talking about with this door and the uh it's p- orig- probably just the goof in the animation but there is logical ways to explain all of these things which i'll i'll do the goof in the animation and i'll let ryan talk about the logical thing because he has more fun with that part than i do <laughs> but when goku punches the door you can see before he punches the door you can see the handle sitting about just about eye level to his forehead that's where the door, that's where the door yes. handle is. Because Goku isn't a tall person. No, he's he, very short. he punches about shoulder height. So probably a good like half a foot, foot and a half, half a foot to a foot distance between where he punched to where the door handle was. But then for the remainder of the episode, whenever that door is shown, there's just a hole, no handle. Yes. Like but- no remnants of where a handle might even be.
1: But let let me throw <laughs> some logic onto this, because Frank is right. This is 100% an, an animation goof. But I'm going to save it for you guys. Okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to save your animation goose. I did it last week. I saved your goofs last week. I'm going to do it again. So, Goku punches this door. And he, he looks like he throws like a straight, right? So at shoulder height. And all of a sudden, there's this massive hole in the door. Now, What we know is that Goku is incredibly strong. We see later that he breaks three bricks with one finger. Incredible force in his hand. There is a point at the bottom of this hole that is noticeably different from the rest of the hole. So what I'm guessing happens here is Goku's punch, he hits either like kind of limp wrist or he kind of puts a little bit of rise to it. like Like he throws like a rising shot almost. Because what happens is Knuckles hit the door. The trajectory of force from the hand doesn't spread out equally like you would expect it to. Instead, spreads upward because there was clearly some kind of upward motion in his punch, causing the point that we see at the bottom that looks different from the rest of the hole to be the point of impact. And because of the force Goku punches within the hand, it just destroyed everything above it. Like an explosion went off. And that's how I explained away your animation goof. You're welcome, Funimation. I expect my check in the mail. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, the door handle is now inside the house. You hear it bouncing. No, 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 no. In oh. this situation, it's just destroyed. He uh-huh. evaporated it. Oh, damn. Right? He's super. Because,
1: because that, that, that's, again, one finger right through three, three bricks, right? <laughs> the only way this works logically is if it is like a kind of explosive force yeah (laughs) so either that handle disintegrates with the rest of the door or half of the handles in the door and the other half is like another person's house on the other side of the village
0: fair fair enough (laughs) so yeah once he uh once he dissolves the door with his fists (laughs) uh somebody tries to murder goku yet again this happens at least of, once an episode so far. A lot of people have tried to kill Goku so far. Yeah, once per episode. Uh, let's see. So, first episode, Balma tried hit him with a car and then shot him.
1: Nah. Did not happen in episode three. Balma mm-hmm. shot him, but she knew that he the was the bear. Going
0: to- the bear at the beginning. Uh, the bear, yes. Okay. You're so, right. every episode so far, somebody has tried You're to right. murder Goku. Four for four. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Uh, the wolves in episode two. Wolves in episode two. The bear, the bear in obviously. three. And now this guy in four. Yeah.
1: I was thinking about Bulma shooting him in three, but as we talked about last week, Bulma knows that those bullets aren't going to kill him.
0: Yeah. They just shot him before. Yeah. <laughs> Episode one, Bulma definitely trying to kill him. Yeah. Straight up just cold murders. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So yeah, the uh, the person inside the house like slams his axe into Goku's head and it leaves a nice big welt on his head, right? Like the nice gold Also old... disintegrates the axe, by the way. Yeah. It just shatters. Like...
1: I, I, again explaining away your animation goofs here because hypothetically if you were to hit somebody with an axe like that and you were going to break the axe it would either crack through the middle or split in half right logical force with an axe because of the tip Mm -hmm. would lead you to believe that's what (laughs) happens this this thing disintegrates but again we have determined that Goku has so much explosive force in his punch that he can cause an explosion right We also know that Goku has an aura about him, correct? Mm -hmm. Like, we have seen it when he powers up. There's an aura, right? So there is a certain amount of force that goes around Goku's body. That's the only way to describe that aura. So this axe has actually already been splintered before it hits him, right? By Mm -hmm. Goku's aura. So now at this point, there's many cracks going through it. Then when it hits, it just falls apart.
0: Again, See, yeah, I was explaining
1: just... when your animation goose, Funimation, checking the mail.
0: See, here, I was just gonna say he's incredibly stubborn and hard headed. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't worry, Funimation. I got, uh... I got I got you. When Everyone people come and you attack bumper. your when people come and attack your bad animation goofs,
0: you go, nah nah. nah, nah. We got you. And then, yeah, so uh, once Goku is done destroying the axe with his head, uh, we then get to the uh, the catalyst of the episode, why everything's happening.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're not going to let this comment pass. Bulma looks at this villager in complete disgust. How dare you attack this young boy with an axe, she says with her eyes and literally says, why would you do that? (laughs) You could have killed him. Remember, she has hit him with a car and shot him twice. (laughs) The absolute (laughs) nerve.
0: Oh, I just have fun with it, you know, just getting you all worked up about it. It's good. It's good times. But yeah, so Goku is mistaken for Oolong and we get—I um, don't remember his first name, but I know his last name is Priest because it's on the door. Yeah, the yeah the, the I something don't Priest. Um, oh, the I mean, it's the that first episode little- Goku actually gets to interact with other people other than Bulma, and no, he meets Mai, Shu, and Bulma. Those are the only other three other people that he meets since his grandpa passed, and it's the uh, first time. I want he to meet- try that again? Kami and Turtle. No, not Kami. Mr. Roshi. Jesus, Roshi. I know words. <laughs> he has cool. also met Roshi. Yeah, so Roshi, Mai, Chu, Chu and Balma, That is it. Yeah, so this is the first time we actually see him actually entering, like, a full blown village. Yes. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he gets attacked, and then he's mistaken for Oolong. Uh, and they're like, who's this Oolong? Well, it's this changing nightmare from day to day. And he just comes and he attacks us and he wants yeah, to. Why see is Mr. Priest daughters? Christopher walking? Because he is now. Because I don't <laughs> I don't know how to do this. <laughs> I mean, have you heard the accents in this episode? <laughs> They're bad. They're bad. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about accents and other problems with this. Let's just put it this way. In
1: 2022, you couldn't get away with this episode. <laughs> no. 86? Yeah,
0: you're fine. 2022? <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's mistaken for Oolong. Uh, Oolong is apparently the shape shifting monster that has been coming into this village and kidnapping I'm glad you mentioned
1: this. I'm glad you mentioned this because there's something here I want to talk about for a second. Because oh, sure. uh, he goes, Oh, you know, this Oolong is a giant monster. He comes in and attacks everybody. And, and they go, and Baldwin goes, Does this look like a giant monster? And he goes, Oh, no, you're right. Even though he just explained he's a shape shifter. <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah priest this uh, this episode had a little bit of um some rough writing there akiriyama it, 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 it there, there's
1: some bad goofs in the translation in this episode we're watching this in english because that's how we watched it growing
0: up yeah. sherman
1: priest by the way
0: oh uh, sherman priest yes 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 uh so yeah we get uh the background that uh oolong has been terrorizing the village and kidnapping the daughter's to make them their, to like make them his wife and then Sherman priest's daughter. Um, oh, what's her name? Oh, geez. What's her uh, name? Pola... Wampa? Yeah. P- Puka wampa. Polo wampa. Oh, yeah. Puka wampa. Puka wampa. Yeah. Um, that's a name.
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll talk
0: about it now. We'll, so yeah, let's talk about it now. on it.
1: Uh, boy, oh boy. There, this is a,
0: yeah, it's a very diverse village that we live in. Uh, There are Native Americans. There are, there's a man from Mexico. There is a Australian cowboy. There are a bunch of old Eastern European women and they're all white.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And in particular, uh, Puka Wampa, Puka Wonka, Puka Wampa. There you go. And the other one, <laughs> there, there was two Native Americans in the village. Does the other one even get a name? Um, he's
0: somebody's dad. Uh, he calls himself later, I know, Pupa. It... Uh, okay. <laughs> we're going we're to refer to him as Pupa because that's what he calls well, himself later. Yeah, we, I don't think
1: we get an actual name for him. Uh, yeah, they're always shown wearing a headdress for some reason. Because or some sort of to... feather. Because you need to know they're Native American. Like, we can't, that's their character trait, is they are Native American, so they must wear Native
0: American garb. And the man from Mexico is wearing a sombrero and a poncho. The man from Mexico is wearing a sombrero and a poncho. Like, very Ooh. bottom of the barrel racism here. Like, very, uh-huh. just like, playing on stereotypes to fill background, so it doesn't look like it's all one group of people. Very much could not get away with this in 2022. No. Um. Speaking of not getting away with things like this in 2022, a very brief, very brief sidetrack. Um. So 16 is on uh Amazon Prime, like Prime Video, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah that fun little ch- Canadian show where there six te- six teenagers that are 16 hanging out at a mall every weekend. Uh. Okay. Season. Only season four is on Amazon Prime Video for some reason. It's weird. That's very weird. And the first the first episode of season four <laughs> is very not not good. The indie rate the indie movie store got bought out by uh, Tajma Home videos. Oh jeez, right? So that's that's oh no, something in and of itself. Keep in mind this show came out in 2003, 2004. so this would have been like 2007, 2008 at the latest. Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. My apologies. Two thousand nine. And uh, and then so the entire episode, the entire thing of t- like there's there's like the B plot. No, that is that is the B plot. <laughs> the uh, so the entire thing is basically these two white guys that own Taj Mahal Video come in and sing Bollywood songs, dressed up like black shirt, blue jeans, Johnny Bravo sunglasses, and then turbans. Couldn't do that shit these days. Yeah. Cool. And then, yeah, back to the episode <laughs> Dragon Ball.
1: Yeah, the, well, that's the last we'll touch on this. We'll kind of let it go from here on out. Yeah. But, yeah, you could not get away with it in 2020. Nope. Very Other things you couldn't coaching. get away with
0: is Goku sexually assaulting two women by patting them on their crotch to figure out yeah, if they are I, girls.
1: So, so here's the thing. <laughs> I actually think you could get away with that in 2022, believe it or not. Uh, only because but goku's yet to learn that this is inappropriate per se bulma's reaction to it has well a bulma's first reaction to it was like very like what are you doing but never once explained to him like here's why that's wrong yeah right so i don't think this is technically sexual assault because there's no honest uh, intent in it like goku doesn't know any better Right. Nobody's yet he's yet to be explained to him that this is wrong. Yeah. That makes right. sense. <laughs> like, like if you had like a three-year-old child who did this to people and everybody just yelled at him and slapped him every time, but nobody ever taught him that it was bad to do, there's a good chance he'd keep doing it
0: because he just doesn't know any Fair enough. And at this point, Goku has the emotional intelligence of a, of a three-year-old, <laughs> three-year-old child. So there we go. <laughs> he must be treated as such. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, we get talked about Oolong, again, kidnapping the daughters, and then Sherman Priest. His daughter is going to be the one that's taken next. So they they beg. Actually, they they don't, they don't even ask for their help.
1: No, because they don't believe Goku can help them.
0: Yeah. So they, yeah, they they they, state the... they initially say they would help. Him, yeah. Right. Um. Also, Bulma just gives away the entire plot of this episode. By the way, uh, so they say we came here for this. Do you have any balls matching this? Right, mm-hmm. like the Dragon Ball. They pull out, I think, a five-star Dragon Ball, and he's like, "No, I haven't seen it. I haven't, I can't. I lost it. I haven't seen this." Says Sherman Priest. I haven't seen this. <laughs> there we go. Comedy <laughs> movie. <me? laughs> I, I am the Sherman Italian. Priest. And then the the old uh, the the old Eastern European woman says, "Oh yes, I have it." It's right here. It's my family heirloom, and she just pulls it out of her front pocket, as people tend to just carry around generational family heirlooms from everywhere with them. Again, so you mentioned this before we we stream. There's probably people out there who do that.
1: I know, right? There's probably people <laughs> out there who who like they don't trust leaving it
0: alone, so they carry it in their purse or something like that. Yeah. That is
1: probably a thing.
0: Oh yeah, probably at least somebody somewhere. Um, but then yeah, is like can we have it will <laughs> and they're like i'm not gonna give it to you young lady and then bulma just explains the premise the plot of the rest of the episode well what if we beat this oolong got your got your daughters back and saved the town and returned you to a peaceful life and could you give it to us then that's the rest I mean, of the episode
1: <laughs> yeah but it's also the her bargaining chip <laughs> And we're done. That's the just episode. <laughs> just because that is the episode doesn't mean she's giving away the plot per se. That's her bargaining chip. Listen, <laughs> just beating Oolong isn't going to, they're still all going to be pissed off
0: they don't have their daughters. No, we'll do We'll do everything
1: <laughs> for the ball. Yeah.
0: And this is the second time that Goku pats somebody on the, uh, pats a woman on the crotch, the old lady. But man.
1: So here,
0: again, here's the problem for Goku.
1: He pats this lady on the crotch.
0: And she just goes, Oh, you're
1: Mm -hmm." a random one.
0: Mm So, yeah, she enjoyed it.
1: Not (laughs) once has anybody said, Goku, listen, here's why you can't do that. (laughs) These people don't understand how to handle a child. None of
0: them. No, especially, well, not a 16 year old. And the other ones should at least have an idea because they're parents.
1: Bulba not being able to do his family. All these people are parents!
0: <laughs> and then uh, probably oh, my Lord. favorite character in the episode shows up. Australian Cowboy. Australian Cowboy's great. <laughs> Chris Sabat as Australian Cowboy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then he just he speaks of a very vague legend about a boy who comes and saves the village from a terror. But in Australian yeah. Night... <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the point, right? Legends are are always supposed to be vague. Uh, You know, if you make a big, bold legend that is like, oh, we have a legend in this town that a boy with black spiky hair and a blue... Uh, karate gi wearing a pole on his back is going to come and beat the terrible red demon and then when that demon tries to escape he will call forth the clouds themselves and ride them forward <laughs> defeating him once and for all and finding our children which the red demon had <laughs> stolen the whole that's never going to happen <laughs> right? the, the legends are vague so that there's a chance they'll come true because fun fact all humans want to be right That's why everybody, like, Nostradamus, man, have you ever heard his predictions? They're really,
0: really, really vague. There's there's only, like, 17 people that thought they were Nostradamus.
1: There's going to be a big war. Well, yeah, no shit. There's been big wars fought. The entire oh. existence of humanity, Thomas. <laughs> like, can you try to give us a little bit more? Oh, the great floods and catastrophes. I, again, you. <laughs> we know at this point about the destruction of Pompeii. Okay, like we 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 are aware that natural disasters <laughs> happen. Like, this is my point, right? Yeah. <laughs> the legend is vague because it's supposed to be vague, because
0: then you can be right. And being right is better than being specific. Exactly. <laughs> and then we get into the the planning about how they're going to defeat Oolong and <laughs> save the daughters. And then uh, what do we see? We see Goku and Drag just dressed up like a little little tiny babushka.
1: Yeah, why, why did they dress him up like an old lady?
0: My money says because they had to especially especially cover his head because he knows what Pulawampa looks like. And his hair, like, even when it's wet, still has that very distinct shape to it, and it dries very quickly. Okay,
1: but, like, maybe more revealing clothing? If you're trying to seduce this guy, why are you sending him out there looking like a babushka? He can still have the headdress on and be, like, in a dress. <laughs> He's, he's wearing, he's wearing like a big kind of dress thing. Uh, Why is he in like a nightgown? Why does he look like he's ready for bed and also 80 years old?
0: (laughs) That is a good question. I can't logic my way out of that one. So I got nothing, but it's just funny. And then uh, this is a fun little fact. Uh, GT, I know GT is everybody's favorite. It's like the episode two of the Dragon Ball (laughs) Afterverse. Uh, but there's a callback where um, this pretty much the same premise happens in uh, I think it's the episode called My Bride, where Pan, Trunks, and Goku need to save a village from a tr- monster that needs is trying to marry their daughters, and Pan suggests that Goku dresses in drag, and he immediately shoots down the idea, saying that didn't work so well for me last time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> actual callbacks.
0: And then Trunks ended up doing it. <laughs>
1: so yeah. who didn't learn his lesson
0: because nope. if i remember correctly it doesn't work in that episode either <laughs> no it doesn't but Goku <laughs> didn't have to dress and drag so he is like ha ha not doing that again <laughs> and then uh, yeah this is a uh, so yeah uh t- 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 balma's already made herself clear that she's the brains of the group and like goku catches on it ever so slightly that it is a little bit of a slight he like he knows that it's true but it's it definitely comes out as a slight and he oh catches yeah no it. she she says it as a way to insult Goku yeah. and normally we've seen those things go over his head but this is like the first episode where you seen him actually like clue in is like wow because later he's very sarcastic and he's like well because you're the brains of this outfit you're gonna you're gonna help me right yeah. and then she's like pushes him out the door and like hides I'll be in here you got this <laughs> Oh, Also, we'll talk about her being the brains in a second here when the oolong <laughs> thing
1: happens because, yeah, oh boy, she boy. show it! <laughs> oh boy, show She's the
0: brains, right. but she is also still a horny teenager. Oh boy, Boma, be a better character. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, we actually get to see current oolong, not flashback oolong, where so he's not the one eyed cyclops, he's not the vampire, he's not the other thing. I don't know what it was, I can't remember. <laughs> But yeah, we get to see big red demon Oolong coming in, trashes the sign. He's carrying flowers. Those are some big-ass flowers. Uh, we'll, uh, da, 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 da. And then, yeah, he talks to Polo Wampa Goku. Right. Nice little introduction. Uh, I noticed that you're ca- carrying a rolling pin as he notices Goku's power pole because he's still carrying that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's going to want to carry his weapon because who knows what's going to happen with Oolong. And then the next thing is he uh he says so you've put on a little bit of weight. He he just fat shames Goku right there. And then Goku turns around and Listen. says look who's talking.
1: Listen, Listen okay? <laughs> when you're there's the family guy scene, right? Yeah. Where uh where the woman's like, "Lynn Plagmire, you're disgusting," and he goes, "Yeah, well, whatever. I don't want to sleep with you anyways. You fucking slut." And she's like, "Oh, I guess <laughs> I better come. I guess I better come back inside then." <laughs> right? <laughs> That's the point here. You, they get, it's a classic manipulation
0: technique, right? You yeah. you make the person feel bad about themselves. Yeah, but oh, and then Goku just like fires right back at him. Look who's talking. Yeah, <laughs> Goku was having none of that shit. He was just he was not having a good time Ooh. between getting put in a dress, being insulted for his intelligence and then being called fat. He's just not having a good time. Sure he eats a lot. He doesn't eat in this episode. Nope. Shit, he doesn't eat in this episode. He doesn't even talk about food in this episode. Good for him. Character growth. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and then who character growth? I'm going to count it. Uh, and then we get to um, uh, Bulma being really upset with Goku, and like how how he's acting, how his acting is so bad. Now keep in mind that the only girl that Goku has been around for for an extended period of time Bulma. is Bulma. Yes, exactly. So he's, he's acting exactly like character Bulma. For
1: Bulma. He's acting exactly like Bulma. So it's just it's a, it's a it's a fun little exchange. Yeah, a little note. There. It, I noticed that too. <laughs>
0: And then, of course, you know, um, Goku's doing a nice callback to episode one where Bulma has to go to the bathroom. But this time he has to pee. Yes. Right. And then we get Chris Sabat, sexy oolong. Mm. (laughs) I know you're you're not afraid of me now, are you? Oh, Oh. and then Uh guess who's not afraid of him anymore, even though she
1: literally just saw him transform into that. (laughs) She was watching through the window she sees massive demon thing knows he's a shapeshifter literally hears him say oh i can transform into anything you want i bet you're not scared of me now and balma's
0: like sploosh even though we know that she's not like sploosh because she has no feeling down there (laughs) but yeah kicks down the door big heart eyes well why don't you take me (laughs) i'm a full-grown woman like takes off her like undoes her jacket and just like very proud of herself. She's like, Hoo-hoo. This time she's actually wearing clothes, so she doesn't actually flash it. Yes. A, uh, no flashing this eye. time. No
1: flashing this time.
0: <laughs> she, she learned at least a lesson.
1: We 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 move this. This is now just a PG13. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we're not
0: full, full rated R here. <laughs> uh, so yeah, then uh, yeah, then we're stuck. Then Oolong for some reason is like, do I want polo wampa or do I want the new girl? Polo Wampa or the new girl, polo wampa or the new girl. It's like one. Just take both. Uh, yeah time. i was
1: gonna say like aren't you stealing these girls like yeah. just so
0: take both of them
1: i'll take them both i'm hardcore right and Shout then just out. leave Shouts out to like the three wrestling fans who are gonna listen to this Who goes <laughs> ah, i get that reference
0: <laughs> because he is evil indeed, indeed. <sighs> it's those same three guys <laughs>
1: three people just got two wrestling references in this episode man we're going off <laughs> Woo!
0: three <laughs> and then uh you know goku obviously blows the cover by peeing on a tree
1: peeing on it he pees on a tree
0: yeah he blows he blows the entire cover and then uh long looks like, at his dick yeah like nah, well, i'm not there for that better oolong than us because i'm just tired of seeing it i mean we're gonna see but it we again we have seen goku's penis penis way too much at this point yep uh so yeah better oolong than us and then he gets really mad about, he's like, I cannot tolerate deception. And uh, like, he's a shapeshifter. Yeah, that's the point.
1: <laughs> She's like, who Why? It's, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's the point.
0: <laughs> so then he transforms into a uh, very stereo. Then he does a very stereotypical. Um, yes. He turns into into a, bull. A bull. So he is now Mexican. Oh, no, oh. Spanish. Oh, he's Spanish. Because they run with the bulls in Spain. Although, doesn't he say that he would turn him into a burrito? Yeah, Akira Toriyama doesn't do very good with this one, or the that, translators.
1: That, that, that's Mexican, my friend. <laughs> it's a Mexican bull. It's a bull. Uh,
0: then I guess it goes with the villager. <laughs> and yeah, then the villager slut shames, Uh, then Sherman slut shames Bulma. When she to comes be fair,
1: in. True. To... Okay, now hold on, to be fair. I don't think you should kink shame shame anyone. Listen, people like what they like, let them like what you like. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Bulma literally knows this person is kidnapping women, presumably raping them. But for now, we just, we, we, we know that he kidnaps them.
0: Yeah. And sees she him
1: transform into hot guy and is like nah, this, <laughs> is, this is what he really looks like obviously right this is his real form that's why he takes the form of giant ogre things and kidnaps little girls
0: <laughs> yeah Oof. oh boy but yeah so yeah gives gives Bulma a hell of a hard time and then yeah just uh, <laughs> Polo Womp is like well oh, she doesn't want me people, anymore but Balma deserved that yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but yeah, so then Polo Womp's like well he at least he doesn't want me anymore he wants to marry you now <laughs> So they've solved I, one I, problem. Yo, respect to that girl. She was like right on it. Yeah, but I'm out of it now, bitch. <laughs> this is your problem. Peace. <laughs> not not my bull, not my shit. Hey, because oolong's a ball doable. Hey. It's a doable. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then um, yeah, oolong is just constantly threatening Goku, threatening, threatening, threatening. Doesn't do anything but threatens him just like puffs up his chest, makes himself seem really big. And Goku never once stands on guard. He is stretching the whole time. He
1: is calm. He never once looks ready for a fight. Why is that? Because he knows he won't have to. Because once again, subtle shows of Goku's powers,
0: Goku knows Oolong's power level. (laughs) He does. And then we hear what is actually, this is actually a pretty good chunk of, uh, a use of time it is it was roughly I, about 305 when he shows up when he has to leave right if i remember yes. correctly and then he takes off uh and then a very in this inconspicuous pink burst of smoke puffs off behind <laughs> the gate as goku chases him um but it's a very i i i didn't time it i really should have cuz i wanted to know if it's actually 5 minutes from no. when he first shows up no it's not no it's not ah uh, well to be fair at least it's not three hours worth
1: yeah <laughs> uh, listen listen dragon ball Z. if we're gonna try to hold dragon ball z accountable for their time limits we're gonna have problems later <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh but yeah.
1: lots of problems
0: <laughs> well, we listen, get- the whole
1: namek saga supposedly takes place in like five minutes according to frieza Only the last,
0: like, three hours of it does. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, very inconspicuous cloud. And then we just see this pig standing outside who's wearing the same hat as the bird in the intro to episode two. Yes. Which, again,
1: we mentioned in episode two that we would uh, bring this up a little bit now. (laughs) That bird was probably oolong.
0: Looking for a play Suckering people. To steal and rob so they can... <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. He sees a house in the middle of nowhere. He's curious. He's flying by it. Uh Probably just scouting out to see what's going on. By the time he comes back, the house is gone. No harm, no foul. Move on. <laughs> but that bird was likely Oolong.
0: And yeah, so <laughs> Goku comes around the corner. Oolong points him off.
1: Over there! Over there now. And then Oolong decides to have some fun and break the fourth wall.
0: Nice little a uh, couple, couple like a minute or two of exposition here. I'll <laughs> I'll let you go over and explain what he does here.
1: <laughs> so Oolong decides uh, we need exposition at this point, point. and uh, you know, there's a lot of good shows that break the fourth wall. A lot of a lot of good things that break the fourth wall, and and how they do it is they pull you in with their eyes. Right, the best way you break the fourth wall is. You look beyond the wall and start talking, right? Your eyes will pull you in. Oolong doesn't do that. Oolong's just looking
0: off into a corner and goes,
1: Yeah, so uh I learned how to transform in transforming class and uh use uh I have trouble picking up women because I'm a fucking pig. And uh so I learned how to transform and sucker women in and blah, 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 blah. Never once does he look at the camera. So, unless you are actively paying attention and realize he is breaking the fourth wall and talking to you, you have no idea who the fuck he's talking to here.
0: Yeah, because because Goku's gone, there is Goku's nobody gone, else there's around. Nobody the here.
1: He's not actively looking at the camera. Like again,
0: he should be in a proper fourth wall break. He's looking like at the ground. Yeah, like his, his yeah. His first thing is yeah. He looks at the ground. He looks where Goku went. He's like yeah. I'm the original oolong in the flesh. <laughs> and then he talks about the uh, the the weird limit to his powers of transformation, yeah, which is five minutes. yeah, five minutes. And this is the first act of transformation that Akira Toriyama brings into the manga and anime, which he then exploits for the rest of all of fucking Z and yeah. super and GT. and it's yeah. just ripe for exploitation. Yeah. But I think there's only like, uh, this is- three characters that can actively transform in in no, Dragon Ball? No, way more than that. So we have we have Oolong. We have Poir. We
1: oh, have- in Dragon Ball.
0: Yeah, yeah, in Dragon Ball.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah There's only three.
0: Oolong, Poir, Dragon- and uh, Goku. Goku. Cause Piccolo can't. I don't know if we can really call TN's forearm technique. A transformation
1: <laughs> i i don't think we can because it's an extension of multiform right
0: yeah okay so then we don't do that uh Chiaotsu, no tau no
1: does cyborg tau count as a transformation
0: i don't think so okay because then we'd have to count like because i mean technically at some point juro is gonna is somewhere probably in the background of the red ribbon RB saga <laughs> and then he shows up in Dragon Ball Z as an android. Roshi. Roshi.
1: Roshi can transform. Perfect. All right. So then does the muscle thing.
0: All right. So then we got we got four. Um.
1: And by that extent, General Blue. Doesn't he do the same kind of like? muscle up thing
0: or does he just rip off his shirt? I think he just rips off his shirt. Okay. Then yeah, four. I think it's like I think it's like a Ned Flanders kind of thing where he looks kind of like not super in shape like and he rips bl- off his shirt and he's like, Nothing at all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Stupid
0: sexy Flanders.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, four if yeah. if we have Roshi. Yeah. Uh, so but four yeah. people that can transform in Dragon Ball and then Dragon Ball Z, everyone and their sons can everybody do, can do it. Everybody transforms and e- literally half the
1: characters in Dragon Ball Z can transform.
0: Yeah, and then Dragon Ball Super, everyone. (laughs) Except Krill. Poor Krill. I feel like
1: there might actually be less people in Super that
0: transform. Oh, you're right, because it's literally just Goku and Vegeta that just do everything. Well, no. But, like, even,
1: like, Gohan doesn't actively transform anymore right because his power is from not transforming that's when he's his strongest yeah yeah the androids are big parts of that show they don't transform tn as we mentioned Mm -hmm. um
0: piccolo still can't transform he can fuse but he can't transform
1: yeah piccolo's fusion technique is not a transformation no uh
0: well we get we get a couple of the other universes we'll deal with we'll cross that bridge when we get there we're 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 We're, we're We're way too far ahead (laughs) um so, yeah, then, so yeah, he goes over his whole entire transformation. Like, uh, yeah, went to school. I can only transfer five minutes. Then I have to wait a minute. He just, exp- all that exposition for like two minutes. Goku comes back. Oh, I can't find him. He's hiding. <laughs> and then we get the coolest transformation. This fucking, also, the most confusing, which we both agreed to,
1: by far the most confusing.
0: So yeah, t- comes back, turns into this like cool, like ninja robot, like giant bladed mohawk, big metal thing, right? With also, chopsticks
1: and a bowl of soup.
0: Yeah, chopstick and a bowl of soup, like a steaming bowl. Now, of soup. now,
1: now, now, let me, let me, let me just clarify here. The chopsticks I can forgive because he never moves the chopsticks. The chopsticks are just an extension of his hand. Yeah, they move the with trans- his hand in in the transformation that one i'm fine with the bowl of soup at first i was also fine with it's an illusion right the the bowl of soup is a part of his transformation it's it, it is designed to prove a point then he spills the soup on his hand he burns his thumb and then Burnts he spills his thumb the thumb <laughs> with the soup and drops the bowl so he created a bowl of soup
0: out of nothing like and even if, like, you, you justify, like, oh, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's an illusion. It's part of his transformation, and he can do... He burnt his, himself with it. Yeah, he burnt himself on the soup, so he had to... How? It makes no sense. I'm and, very confused. And so he burns himself, then drops
1: the bowl, and it hits the ground. We hear it hit the ground. Yeah. So that bowl is a real thing. It exists. It's just in
0: the world now. There's just and a massive bowl. It doesn't disappear when he transforms next. And then nothing is missing from him when he trans- when his transformation runs out. That's just it. You could forgive this bowl of soup thing.
1: If when he transforms back, he is missing a hand. Or at least a or finger. finger that it's okay. He transformed the bowl as a part of it. they dropped the bowl and now oh crap, now my middle finger is gone. Fine. Uh, but yeah, it's just very confusing transformation. He magicked a bowl. Oolong is soup. God. Ulong is Kami. <laughs> oolong breaks physics he turned nothing into something not even alchemists can do that
0: man oh man now i'm just sad i'm just thinking of full right? metal alchemist full
1: metal alchemist that's the next show we're covering
0: oh, oh, show I'm, I'm just, just sad right? now <laughs>
1: um
0: oh. yeah
1: uh that, I, I wrote that down in utter disgust too where the frig did this soup come from
0: uh, and you just yeah create soup and then we get to see uh, another uh, fun little, uh, little um, inkling that Oolong actually has no power when Johnny, the little kid, hits hits him with a slingshot and he, and he like, writhes in pain. Yeah, he writhes in pain.
1: Now, <laughs> that one I can forgive because, like, we see Goku stub his toe all the time and stuff like that. Or Krillin yeah. hits him with a rock. <laughs> yeah. Right, when he's in Super Saiyan. Now, remember... Cell can literally blow up the universe and punches him in the face. And it doesn't seem to hurt Goku as much as getting hit by this rock does.
0: Yeah, it's more so, I guess, he's not expecting it, right?
1: Oh, It yeah. hits him in the back of the head. You can't expect that. It'd be like, it'd be like you know, if you got Israel out of Sonya. Yeah. And he stubbed his toe. He'd be like, oh, fuck me, that hurts, right? Even though, again, I could... Uh, me... I could punch Israel Adesanya in the face, probably harder than he stubbed his toe, and I'm not a UFC champion. Yeah, like the other people he has fought. But it's the act—it's the act of actively being unexpected—that mm-hmm. makes it hurt more. So I can, uh, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll forgive this it. This <laughs> is an inkling that Ulong doesn't have, uh, doesn't have any power. But I think we can also just acknowledge that if you were not expecting to get hit in the back of the head by a slingshot. That would hurt regardless of how strong you were.
0: Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, yeah, he's like, and then Goku says, yeah, I took karate from my grandpa. Very, like, very, like, just straight. There's no emotion. It, I to took him, karate from my grandpa.
1: Because to him, that's <laughs> like, because to him, that shows that he is stronger than Oolong. Because yeah. he knows that his grandpa was very strong. He learned from Master Roshi. He doesn't know that part. But he knows, like, his grandpa is, like, very strong. Yeah. And, like, again, has the ability to sense power levels. He knows that his grandpa was stronger than everybody here. Yeah. So to him, this is a very matter of fact, statement. I learned karate from my grandpa, which means I can mess you up. But Oolong, to Oolong, that means nothing. Yeah. Right. Like that'd be like me saying, yeah, I'm stronger than you. I learned karate
0: from Sensei Matt down the street. Cool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this Matt sounds like a tough guy. <laughs> You know what? I bet people don't walk all over him. <laughs> <laughs> and then we
1: get to the bricks. <laughs> yes. My, my Maybe my favorite part of this episode. Because Oolong thinks he's full of shit. And he's about to call him out on it. You, you ever, you ever known somebody who says a completely ridiculous statement and then you call them out on it and they're actually able to do it. And you go, Whoa, that was ridiculous. And you feel like an idiot after this is how Oolong must have felt. Cause he just grabs like three random bricks. And he goes, oh, yeah. If you're so tough, break these bricks with one hand. And Goku's like, sure. And he uses one finger and just smashes it through these bricks like it's not. Like, you literally, like, like I'm pressing the space bar on my keyboard. Just destroys all these bricks. It's such a great little moment. Because in Oolong's head, Goku's not going to be able to break these bricks. And Oolong's going to, and it's going to make Oolong feel better.
0: He right? might have a chance.
1: <laughs> exactly. This is Oolong this is oolong trying to be like yeah okay this kid might have learned karate but like watch him try to break these bricks he's gonna fail we're all gonna laugh it's gonna be great and then he's gonna be dejected and give up right he sets a goal that he thinks is impossible for this 11 year old boy to do yeah and then when he does it even easier than oolong thought it destroys oolong's confidence it does the reverse of what he was hoping it's a great little moment because it's exactly what somebody would do in that situation right you like if oolong was actively stronger than goku and didn't want to fight him that's how you do it right is you'd 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 have him do something that would kind of lower his confidence a little bit so Mm -hmm. that he would back out of the fight right so it's a it's a clever ploy by oolong uh backfires Mm. ridiculously on him like horrible backfire but it, I, I like the,
0: I I like the idea of the scene. Yeah. And then, yeah. So yeah, he's just so taken aback. And then he's like, well, I'm out. <laughs> Transforms into a bat and blocks off. And I mean, this is when we get a uh, Goku calling Nimbus because he has to chase after Oolong because they need the girls to get the Dragon Ball. Right. They've, they've beaten yes. Oolong, but they still need to uphold the rest of the deal, which is getting the girls back flies on Nimbus, and then we get the grandma talking about the kid dancing on the clouds. Again, very vague, but that's the point. I know, like, I just like, so
1: so so the idea is the legend's like, oh yes, we will be saved by a young boy who dances upon the clouds. That could literally mean anything. I know that doesn't sound vague. I know in your head it's like, well, oh, they couldn't have possibly known like walking on the clouds is kind of crazy. Yeah, but you gotta understand if this guy came into the town and there was like fog that day, they'd be like, he's dancing on the clouds. Look at the smoke around him. Look at the smoke around him. It's like clouds, right? Like, again, it sounds like it's really specific, because again, that's the point, right? The legend needs to sound like it's specific, right? It needs to sound like it's the kind of thing, but it's not actually. If you interpret it the right way, it could mean literally anything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Very vague legend. But again, I appreciate that because that's how
0: legends are. They're vague. And then we get a pretty good, we get a, I'm, I actually really enjoyed the chase scene when he turned into, once he turned into a rocket, I loved it.
1: It's one of the best scenes in this episode is, like, is Oolong turning into the rocket and Goku having to chase him on Nimbus. Yeah. And we get to see, you know, the difference in Oolong's transformation ability versus the Nimbus's speed. Yeah. Right. We, we know that the Nimbus is really fast. Right, like we see that because Balma asked him to wait on the Nimbus, it's going too fast for him. But this is the first time we ever get to truly like visualize how fast Ulong turns into a rocket and cannot outrun Nimbus. That's important, right? Again, in Dragon Ball, we don't have scouters and stuff like that to tell us what people's power levels are. We have mm. to infer based on the world around us and how they react. What they give us is a rocket. What do we know about rockets in the real world? They're friggin' fast. So when mm-hmm. Nimbus can outspeed this rocket. Oh my God. Nimbus is fast.
0: Yeah. Right. It it's was... a
1: clever, it's a clever way for Dragon Ball to give us again, the idea of power levels, right? Without yeah. actually telling us power levels. How do we show that Nimbus is fast? It outruns a rocket. Because yeah. the people watching this will know that rockets are fast.
0: That they will. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the chasing. I enjoyed the animation. I loved when uh, like Ulong uh, came around, came around like that one pi- like pil- couple pillars of rocks. And it was still moving, but he was like, <sighs> and it's like out of breath. And then he saw Goku in the background and then he took off again. I enjoyed that. That was nice. And then, yeah, his transformation runs out as Goku's pulling up behind him. And then the pig falls to his death. Or does he?
1: Nah, Nimbus catches him.
0: Yeah. Oh, Goku catches them on Nimbus. <laughs> Goku catches them on Nimbus. They uh they bring back the pig to the village. And then we get one of my favorite scenes for a very specific reason.
1: So let me let me take this one if you will. They bring the pig back to the village. Right. And he's got it tied up. Uh which so I'm glad they addressed this as an aside. I'm glad they addressed this after because I was like, why wouldn't you just transform to something like really small to get you out of the rope? But later, they actually address this because Goku goes, don't even dare transform me into a bug because I'll just squash you. It's like, oh, of course he wouldn't transform into something small. Goku would murder, murder him. him. <laughs> it makes sense. They addressed it. Bravo, Dragon Ball. But so brings back Oolong and Bulma is trying to figure out where the kids are. And she says, I believe the line is, where are you keeping the kids, you little pig? In a very aggressive manner, Goku (laughs) catches on to this right away. Now, Goku might not be the brains of the operation, but he's got a quick wit about him, that young Goku. And he looks at her and immediately goes, wow, sure talking tough now that he's in a rope. (laughs) To which Bulma whistles away. However, now I say whistles away because in the picture, you can see clear as day, her lips are perched as if they are whistling. However, I believe Bulma's voice actress could not whistle. So, Bulma, with perched lips like she is whistling, in the English dub goes, (laughs) 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 do-do-do-do-do. Oh, my God, it was so funny. It had to be the explanation, because it's clear as day on the video that her lips are perched like she is whistling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the most <laughs> obvious whistling face you've ever seen in your life. So the only explanation is Balma's voice actress in Dragon Ball could not whistle.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, let's see here. Give me one second. Let's see if I can pull that up. Uh, I'll let you keep going while I look this up.
1: Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so we have the great line about whistling and stuff like that uh the the villagers convince oolong to take him to take them to their kids, or they're gonna essentially beat him up because they're no longer scared of them to the point where the where Sherman priest goes, "I can't believe I was scared of a pig, which, <laughs> which is another great little line that they just throw in there. but so brings him back to his uh quaint little uh shack, as he calls it massive ass Chinese style mansion that we see later. Uh, So go in, they find the kids and Frank, uh, are these kids being held against their will per se?
0: Oh no, good Lord. No, they are living in the lab of luxury. There is one doing like a, like, like, um, like calisthenics. One's at a bar for like an 11 year old. One is at a bar. One is just like in like um, like on a recliner in furs and has jewelry, sunglasses and what is probably a fruit punch. I put in quotes air quotes because it's it's like in a wine glass, but I'm assuming yeah. it's going to be fruit punch because she's a child. But <laughs> Oolong just comes is like just just take your daughters back (laughs) i wanted a woman i wanted a wife who would cook and clean but they're spending all of my money they are taking everything i have just take your daughters back please (laughs) that is what happens and then the old lady just goes well you've earned it here you go here's your six star dragon ball bum looks wow Only two left and I can summon the dragon to get my wish for a boyfriend. End End. scene. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, what I was trying to look up was to see if in the manga she does try to whistle, but she doesn't try to whistle. So that was an added thing that they added into ah, the anime. So. (laughs) But it is so
1: clear that she's whistling in that. Yep, 100%, but it's just so funny. But I mean... It just couldn't whistle then.
0: Yeah. Uh and then yeah, we're uh, that cuts off at the end of the episode. And then we are going into uh is it is it Yamcha Desert Bandit or Desert Yamcha Bandit? Yamcha the Desert Bandit. Yamcha the Desert Bandit. That'll be our next episode. Where we get to meet the famous or infamous Yamcha, the man of many memes. When he was actually and when he was actually something to be important. expected. He was respected. He was important. He actually had a purpose other than to be a meme, or to be many, many a meme. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Any fun little trivia other than the? No, there was the GT one. First time visiting a village. Oh, this is the first uh, instance where Goku uh, convinces a villain to change his ways. Not necessarily changes ways from being pure evil, uh, but just basically stop kidnapping girls. Because we'll find out in the next episode, uh, Oolong then travels with Goku and Bulma on their quest. Sort of against his will, but also being bribed by Bulma. With <laughs> the ever elusive promise that we'll see next episode yes uh,
1: yes yes Don't, but yeah it's the, um, it's it's the first time,
0: time it's the first time Goku talks talk do, does a does uh Naruto's famous uh Takno Jutsu against the villain <laughs> to change his ways but yeah that's pretty much all I got for this episode um I really enjoyed this episode it was fun it was very it was it was important enough that there, was, there wasn't a lot of stakes to it, but it was important enough that the story kind of moved forward. It was a very standalone episode. It was very enjoyable. It was a lot light, more lighthearted than some of the previous ones and a lot less Balma yelling.
1: Yeah, you know, it's a fun hijinks episode. Uh, there's no stakes, right? They- We're never once led to believe that Oolong is ever a threat. Right? There, there is no stakes to this episode. But it's still really fun, right? Like, hijinks episodes in anime like this are really good, right? Because they, they add some levity. Uh, the problem is, my biggest problem with it is, there haven't been any stakes added yet. Right? So, like, a hijinks episode like this would be great if we knew that there was impending danger in the background, right? And it would add a nice levity to the show. Uh, my the, my biggest issue with this episode is has nothing to do with the episode itself. It's just... We we still continue to wait for something that adds stakes. And thankfully we get it next episode.
0: Yeah. I like I to like kind of defend it, to say like that there are there are four shadowed stakes, as they have now five of the seven dragon balls. We already know that Emperor Pilaf has one of them, so that there will be an inevitable clash between the two of them. While they do hold the vast majority of the cards there still is going to be a future conflict while it's not really played up, but I mean, knowing what we know now it's easy to see. Yeah. But yeah, if you're just watching it for the first time, you're like, there's really not a whole lot of stakes being added to it. No. But knowing now they're knowing that there will be a conflict in well, between them and Pilaf in probably a couple episodes. Cause it's only like five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 nine episodes left in the uh in the saga and then I, he left on for won't a bit
1: judge you on your awful math ability there five six seven eight nine no you're not nine, it's four, not that you're nine. wrong it's that you needed to use your fingers to get from
0: four to thirteen it's been a long weekend it's like <laughs> 10 o'clock i woke up like we, we finished bestest buddies gaming last night at like one o'clock
1: yeah it was pretty late
0: and then i ended up waking up at like five so I'm tired <laughs> that that's but yeah that's pretty much it for the episode I've got nothing else to add other than that was that's pretty much about it I enjoyed the episode uh Oolong has some weird-ass transformations uh Kira must stop being terrible with your characters uh <laughs> I enjoyed Chris Savitz's uh Australian cowboy that was that was a highlight um but yeah next next week we're going to talk about Yamcha get to meet him get to meet the stakes that are going through there so join us next week for. Yamcha the Desert Bandit. Uh, until next time, where can people find you, Ryan?
1: Uh, they can find me
0: at twitch.tv slash
1: 7 is probably the most uh, most logical place to go.
0: Nice. nice. And if you're looking for me, you can find me over at twitch.tv slash Uh We are looking at getting a uh, Best Buddies YouTube setup. We are actually going to be uploading American Truck Simulator hopefully sometime this week. So keep your eyes out for that. So yeah, look up Best Buddies Gaming and you'll as best as buddy gamer gaming i'll figure that out and let you know next time there you go (laughs) uh but until then guys thank you so much for listening it's been a pleasure ryan it's been a blast talking to you again so as always we'll see you guys next week have a good one peace